On this, our 75th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. With me as well, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hey-o! And our final... And third member tonight of the GMG Quad Factor, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who, on his brain, and La Coretta in his ola stomacho, Mark Boucher. I'm I'm the final and third member of the GMG Quad Factor. That's right. Let me look. Yep, the math checks out. I used my <laughs> iPhone calculator to make sure. Uh, that's right, folks. Missing tonight. Missed. Missing, but also missed, and definitely not forgotten. The judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novosel, is not with us this evening. But he will be back next week for our normally scheduled programming. Indeed. Indeed. As far as we know. Indeed. Well, that's what we're hoping. That's what we're thinking. We're we're shooting for that. I will tell you, everybody is sick right now. I don't know if it's the same like where you guys are, but like in the Cincinnati area, like everybody has like the flu and like everybody's feeling terrible. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. Elizabeth actually nope. is just now getting over a two to three day bug. So I mm. can't believe I don't have it. I've been surrounded by people at work that have been sick for like three weeks. And so how do you approach uh how do you approach when your significant other is sick? Do you uh do you try to just like inoculate yourself by like just drinking after them and you know, that kind of stuff? I, or you do like put on a mask or something? No, I just go ahead and try to get sick in a reverse psychology deal so the sickness <laughs> doesn't want me, you know, because it thinks right. that I want it. There you go. So I, like, so grab her drink randomly and just drink out of it. She's there like, what go. are you doing? I'm like, yeah. ah, it doesn't want me. Maybe if I actually like, hey, get the sickness, it'll go away. <laughs> she goes to throw a tissue in the, the garbage can and you, like, catch it and you just, like... Yeah. Rub it all over myself. Yes, rub it all over yourself. Like a little bit of cologne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Very nice. I mean, oh, wow. I feel like there may be a slight reduction in physical contact, but not very much because, like, when you live in the same house, you breathe the same air. You know, germs are airborne. So if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. I feel so. that way too. I just, re- I like, I refuse to like change anything. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't want to give you a kiss, and I'm like, nah, it's fine. If I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna yeah. get it anyways. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I'm like, you know what? Why, why do we need to pretend like you know it's not gonna happen if it's gonna happen? There's no way around it. We yep. live in the same house. We sleep in the same bed. Yeah. She's the other way around though. When I get sick, she's like, don't touch me. Don't kiss me. And of course, you know, when she's not you looking, her I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like chasing her everywhere. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> I'm going to kiss I'm like, you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm going to give you a kiss. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> it is wondrous, magical. It's kind of like uh, Wendy Peppercorn and uh, that kid in the sandlot, you know. <laughs> This like, magic like moment. <laughs> exactly. That's the song that comes into my head <laughs> when I get her. It is that magic snotty moment. 
All right. Well, let's jump into uh, what's been going on, guys. Uh, I have some big news to share that I'm just going to throw out there right off the bat. Finally. Big news. Big news. The inside scoop. Lay it on us. I don't even want to wait for this. I know, right? I'll just do some buildup. You started well, producing say, pencil cases? <laughs> yep, we're mass producing. We're calling it the eye pencil case. <laughs> it's not to be confused with Apple products. It's actually E-Y-E and then pencil case. Like, it sees you when you're sleeping. It's like covert it's operations. Santa anyway. pencil cases? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Santa pencil cases. I don't know where I was going with that, but it just started coming out. I better stop on the head. Um, so for the past six months, I haven't talked a whole lot about it because there hasn't been a whole lot to talk about. Um, but for the past six months, the main thing I've been doing as a missionary is trying to raise money to, uh, to officially be employed by, uh, the church that I'm a part of, uh, the church of the Nazarene. And finally, after six months of raising funds, we have officially, uh, been given the go ahead to begin our employment at the beginning of March. And we will start nice. receiving funding Woo-hoo! and be officially official for the next two years. And so uh, this will be the first time ever. To this point, we've been completely volunteer. We've been bivocational. We've been working, you know, random jobs, whatever it takes to kind of be here and serve. And, uh, you know, to, to do the, the things that we're doing with the church and uh, the Brazilian people here. And now, finally, after all this time, we have uh, our fund, our financial support has grown uh, large enough to where we can start receiving funds. So it's exciting. It's uh, it's great. So we are we are pumped. At the beginning of March, um, it's gonna we're gonna hit awesome. that next chapter in life. So that is the big exciting news I have. And I just wanted to so, share that with you guys because. So yeah. is that is like like a is it like a network thing where you have a network of people who you uh, I I don't want to say are relying on for funding, but I I guess that is the best way to describe it. Is it more of a networking thing or like how does that work? It's a mix. Uh, it's a mix between friends, family, and networking. So like when I was there with you guys back in June, July, August, I was traveling to different churches, kind of just initiating the relationship with people and just saying, hey, I'm a missionary in Brazil. We want to kind of take things to the next level. You know, I'm I'm going to be coordinating uh, missions on a national level with Brazil. So, you know, I'm responsible for uh, coordinating a lot of mission trips and a lot of different things in like 20 different districts in a lot of different states and areas. But in order to grow that, I needed to network in the U.S. to kind of bring that connection. Uh, there are people in the in Brazil that are funding us. But, yeah, that was kind of the initiation in June, July, and August. And then when I came back, it was a matter of connecting with each of those people, calling them, emailing them, uh, and just building that relationship to then get to the point where, the, you know, they're a part of our prayer team or they're a part of our financial backers or that kind of stuff. And then once that built up high enough, then we were able to were able to get to go ahead to become official employees and uh, work for the, the church of the Nazarene. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. I had you like recycling yep. cans. Oh yeah. There was a little bit of that. I mean, you know, back in the day I used to donate plasma in order well, to make I mean, an extra buck. Do. Let me tell you. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. And it was, uh, it was pretty good money if I say so myself. Selling doors but, door to door. <laughs> That's right. Be like, I knocked on your door just now, and I think it was going to fall off. I think you need a new it one. Seemed a little weak. <laughs> Have I got the door <laughs> yeah. for you? That's right. 
So, but yeah, that's uh, that's been my big news. Have you guys have any big news this week? Anything been going on? Craziness ensuing? Not that big. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I can top your your bigness there. <laughs> All right, how about medium things or small? Anything? I can maybe do medium. On? I can do medium slash right. small. Hey, I thought of you <clears throat> earlier this week. Speaking of medium slash small, uh, what the I bleep does a, that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was just <laughs> making a fake. It's, it's called a fake transition. Uh, I went to a volleyball game last Friday. Oh, I saw the I picture. I saw the picture. Yes, and I was like, man, <clears throat> it was painful to watch at times. I was like, I oh, man, I wish, I wish Ronnie was here because he would really show these kids where it's at. I think I commented uh, accurately, and those kids would probably like wipe the floor with me. No, there are some girls that, I mean, they served like no, but like they had a cannon. Like they shot yeah. that thing to the other side. But you could have taken the boys. The boys you could have taken. It's a really different sure. game, though, indoor than it is on the sand. It's a very, very different game. Most yeah. players that go from playing indoor volleyball on hard court to sand, um, they have a really they have a there's a transition period where it's it takes a while to adjust because if you think about it like for people that are good not really for me but for people that are really good they have a good swing good approach like all these things all the mechanics are there and as soon as you put mm-hmm. them in the sand all of them are different <laughs> like you can't just take a two step and then jump and get a clean one every time like it's just right. the sand so it's unpredictable and, oh yeah uh, definitely <clears throat> i imagine it adds an extra layer of effort you got to put into it it. does it does if i played the way that i play in the sand if i played that way indoor i'd be probably dead (laughs) because you cannot dive head first in in the hard court that sounds dangerous hurt you (laughs) that will hurt you um but no it is it is definitely a different game i've played only like one or two sessions ever indoor um it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um there's a lot of things you don't really think about um the first thing is I can jump up and actually hit a ball way harder, like way more down because you yeah. can jump all of a sudden. But um, it's really hard, like on your knees and stuff. It's rough. I mean, you got to think of all that cutting back and forth and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. It's I real bet. rough on your joints. So that's that sounds like a thousand-year-old man would say, but that's how I feel if I'm playing indoor. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'm glad I didn't go out there and throw the gauntlet down and be like, you need to play my friend Ronnie. You'd probably still feel just... it. Yeah, you'd be still feeling it if you got out there. I, I'll play him if oh, you Oh, I, I know I would. Oh, you'll play him <laughs> if I will? Okay, fair enough. Oh, absolutely. I'll work on that. Um, so this week for me, I didn't have anything crazy. Um, I don't, actually don't really think I've played very much video games at all. We, um, I did go over to my buddies once this weekend, and we uh, continued our, um, our Mario quest to beat the luigi levels that patrick told me about yep uh so Poor we're still luigi. doing that i love i love how you still call it the mario quest to, to finish the luigi game <laughs> it is it is i mean it's really the same game no it's love. just like all new levels <laughs> yeah um but you can't play as mario like you can't which is ridiculous right. because you can play as luigi and mario you know um yeah but that i always played as mario so i had to find a new character so i found a little yellow toad guy little yellow mushroom head looking guy that's my yeah. guy They're really uh, nice. the best player in the game i'm pretty sure is princess peach honestly like okay. she gets these like special crowns that she can only get 
And when she gets them, she can jump like way up in the air and just like kind of like glide down. Does she glide just like in Mario 2? Probably. Her dress like opens as like an umbrella type thing and she oh, just yeah. like close like to the ground. Yeah. Uh, so she's probably honestly the best player. Well, what's his name? Like Nabbit or something like that? Yeah. The, the unkillable Nabbit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can't really like the only way you can die with that character is by falling off. Like nothing in the level can really kill you. None of them like... Uh, now I'm curious, what happens when you do run into stuff? Does he like dodge it? Does he? No, he just goes like, right play through. Dead. He, he can just like walk just right through things. Through. Yeah, oh, it's like they don't even cool. exist. Like those big plants that fire, like the little have like fireballs. Uh, he just walks yeah. like right through them. So the only way you can die is by falling, basically. Yeah, I would have killed for that character back in the day. <laughs> I know. When I cr- I've never played as him. Nintendo um, Mario. My buddy Chad always plays as him, and. It's a good idea because, like, we usually have a few drinks, like, while we're playing, and sometimes we're not as good uh, after that. So it's good that he is that character, and he can uh, <laughs> kind of carry us through if we need him to. But it's too bad there's not a secret. Uh, there's not a secret Nabbit in uh, Star Wall that'd really mess with your friends when you're playing <laughs> that game. Just yeah, they, go they, right they through even them. Touch you. <laughs> you can't. I would beat never me. tell. <laughs> I would never say a word. I would just act like I no. could be killed the whole time. That'd like, I'm awesome. like Muhammad Ali, you can't even touch me. <clears throat> um, but we play a little bit of that on the video game front. That's pretty much it for me. And then um, two things on Saturday. I have been going through the refinance process on my house. I haven't really huh. talked a lot about Sweet. it because it's boring. <laughs> uh, but I've been going Adulting. through that. <clears throat> and um, uh, that's finally over. I closed on that Saturday. Nice. So... Yeah, really, really nice. It'll save me some money monthly, which will be great. Um, The cool thing about my house is, um, so I bought my house for around like one sixty three, one hundred sixty three thousand, and I bought it eight years ago. I bought it in two thousand twelve in August, and uh, I got it. I had to get it appraised for you know the refinance, and Mm -hmm. I was very surprised when I got it appraised. It appraised for two twenty four, which is awesome. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it's a huge difference. And, uh, you know, I didn't know at the time that it was a really good investment, but yeah, it really was. So, um, nice. Really nice. Really nice thing just to kind of get hit with <laughs> out of nowhere. I didn't expect yeah. that. I was thinking that it would probably be more for sure, just because the housing market has gone up in this area. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised with that. And then um, the other thing that happened on Saturday is we finally ordered her ring. So hey, we finally ordered yeah. Lizzie's ring. Um, right. Found, you, so you went out and bought that uh, Cracker Jack box where you have to open it up. That's and exactly get right. I mean, we were at Meyer all day putting coins in that thing to try and get the right one. <laughs> like, come on, baby. That's a good one. <laughs> we have been trying for this blue one all night. Um, oh, the spinny one. No, but she finally got the one she really liked. Um, we were really waiting on the stone to come in for it. And uh, she she's actually getting a, a sapphire. So she doesn't want a diamond. Oh, okay. uh, she wanted a yeah. sapphire, which is a little different. I and I, it actually is really cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, we finally got that ordered. So I think they said like four to eight weeks or something. Um, basically, once you find the right stone, they pretty much make the ring for it. So um, it's not a matter of buying one in the store and then getting it resized. It is they make it specifically in that size for her. So. Um, so it's a really cool process and the way they do it. Uh, but that finally got that done as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that was my, that was my Saturday. It was a really adult Saturday for me. I mean, sounds like know, it. 
all things being said, yeah, I mean, that was the most adult Saturday I've had in a while. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, that's that's pretty much it for me for the week, uh, though. Oh, Ronnie's growing up. He's growing up so <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sneaks up on you sometimes. <laughs> I went right back to playing video games over at my friends on Saturday night anyway, so. Yeah, it keeps you grounded. Yeah. I mean, I had to cancel it out. Um, well, uh, so I got a question to ask you guys because something happened in my goings about during the week. Um, Mm -hmm. have you ever like gotten really mad at yourself when you have lost something of importance or value and you just cannot find it? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, that has happened recently. Elizabeth has a lot of stuff. I barely had anything in my house. It was almost impossible to lose anything. Mm-hmm. But now we lose stuff because all of all her stuff. But uh, until then, not really. Okay. Okay. What about you, Lucas? Yeah, I mean, I I can't think of any recent examples, but I remember the first time that I lost something when I was a kid. And I cried. I was so distraught. <laughs> and it was my collector cards of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And no! I thought I was going to go into rage mode. Like, I was crying. And then uh, my mom's like, well, if you want to clean your room like I told you. And then I cleaned my room and I found them. But <laughs> there was a really good 15 minutes. One month ago. But no, I that that whole distraught thing that I had as a kid, I passed that on to my children, and uh, there's been multiple <laughs> times that that my kids have done the same exact thing, and I'm like, I can't yell at you because it's my fault you're this way. Mm. So yeah, man, I totally understand though. I know I've lost stuff. I just forget I lost it. So, but it's there. So what did you lose, man? I'm I'm really um, intrigued now. Oh no, it's it's not anything of like huge value, but it's just like. Man, I just spent a good amount of money on this, and now I can't find it. Um, you lost your car? Yes. <laughs> just uh, when that happens. Left oh, it man. in my other pants pocket. I've, and... I've to- <laughs> totally lost my car in a mall parking lot. <laughs> but on the other side of the <laughs> stinking parking lot, that's the worst. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, no, I so like a week or two ago, um, this was right when uh, Apex Season 4 was about to come out. Um, and so obviously the battle pass for, for each season costs a certain amount of, you know, in-game currency, they call them apex coins and you have to buy those with, you know, uh, PlayStation network points or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, um, I had used one of my GameStop gift cards to, uh, get $30 worth of PSN points or whatever. Um, so that I could go ahead and load it onto uh, my my account to go ahead and pay for the battle pass. And um, I bought them on a Saturday, right before it came out, and completely lost track of where I put it um, because we had gone out grocery shopping beforehand, and so my mind was just kind of in different places. Um, and, and so, you know, I brought the groceries in and stuff. Um, and of course, Tuesday rolls around, which is when the, the new season starts and I can't find the PSN cards. Um, Uh-oh. can't find them anywhere. I looked through my car. 
looked through the house, um, you know, checked every place where I thought it would be, checked places where it normally wouldn't be, doing my, my stupid checks. Um, yep. And uh, could not locate it. I was so mad at myself because that was $30 in PSN points that I just missed. Down the drain. Yeah, I will say, though, there is a point when you lose something and you're looking all over for it where it's not in any of the normal places and you're like, oh, my God, this could be anywhere. You start, like, checking down between the seats and cars and stuff and you're like, I'm never going to find it, like, if it's not in the regular spot. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. You definitely Which go through many stages panic. of grief. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly right. <laughs> it's like all the stages of grief go by. The whole time you're shaming yourself, like as you yeah. walk in looking for it. Like, I am such and an idiot. And you're like, who can I blame? <laughs> that actually James, happened. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me one time um, in a Target in Target around here. Um, I was walking around in Target and I found $20 just laying there. In the store. And I'm like, oh, hey, found $20. And then in the span of 30 minutes, I lost that $20. <laughs> nah, that $20 was not it, meant for you. Nope. It, exactly. It was not meant for you, brother. Um, but. Uh, so is it, it. So wait, is the gift card still missing? Yes. Did you? <laughs> it really is? Oh, you yeah, never found it? I was ever. waiting for the. I was waiting for the like. And then it one. was in my other pants. Nope, unfortunately, oh, I have not been able to find. Still haven't found it. No, nope. that's crazy. So I ended up having well, you know to what? buy more points in order to oh, get the gosh. battle pass, um, which was very You're really loving that apex. You're just pumping money into it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was not about to. I was not about to miss out on season four. Uh, I yeah. was very angry at myself that I had to spend that money twice, but um, right, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, hey, you never know. There might be someone out there who found uh, 30 PSN credit dollars, whatever, and uh, they're also getting the Apex Legends Well, I hope pass, you enjoy so. it. <laughs> it could have been somebody like me who just would have passed it right up like, nah, I don't need that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that stuff. Oh, dang, I got Xbox. Oh, well. Sad day. Oh, well. Yeah, actually, uh, Mark, you sharing that just reminded me that on Saturday, I also lost something. And it it didn't immediately come to mind because you said it's something of value to you, but uh, this isn't something that's of value to me, but it, it can make me lose something of value because I have to pay money sometimes. So I went to the mall with my daughter to get some supplies for a, a book fair she's doing. She has to make one of those trifold presentation deals. And in in Brazil... All of the parking is gated, so you can't just drive into a mall and leave. You have to go to a gate, pull a little ticket out, and then the little gate comes up and lets you in. And before you leave, you have to put that ticket back in. And some malls you have to pay. Some malls are free. This mall was free, but uh, I, you still have to have the card because people could steal your car or it's kind of like a way to safeguard your, your car when you go into the mall so nobody will steal it. Yeah. And so... Uh, usually, like 99% of the time, I give the card immediately to Mindy because there was one time in our first year in Brazil that I went to a mall, I lost the card, and I had to pay like $50 oh, to, gosh. to release my car. And 
I was like, I can never do that again. So every time I go with Mindy, I'd give it to her. So it was just Natasha and I, and I, we got in, we parked, I had the card in my hand and I was like, do not lose this, put it in my back pocket. For a split second, I was like, maybe I should give this to Natasha because I trust my daughter more than I trust myself <laughs> to not lose that card. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't do it. And I wish I had. Because by the time we got to the store, I paid for the stuff we needed to pay for. We were walking out. And I was like, okay, let me get the card out of my puck. My puck. Oh, my gosh. You got to be kidding me. The card was gone. And I immediately texted Mindy. And I was like, I lost the card. And she's like... You did not lose the card. And I'm like, I did. I checked all the usual places. But I'd gone to so many different places. Like, we had walked all over the mall. I was like, there's no way I'm going to go. I don't. One, I didn't have time. I had to go pick up my son from a birthday party. So I didn't have time to go all over Kingdom Come. Thankfully, since this was a free parking place, you didn't have to pay for the card. They just had to verify your docu- documents and make sure that you were the owner. So I did get released. But I really <sighs> dodged a bullet because I could have gotten charged yet again because of my dementia so the funny yeah. thing is is it was probably worse for you like yes it sucks to lose the card and you're like hard on yourself for losing one but it's even worse like it was probably worse for you having to tell mindy you're like i know i'm an idiot oh yeah <laughs> i'm a big oh yeah it, it definitely was worse to tell mindy yeah it happened again <laughs> yeah yep i did it the one time i've gone to the mall by myself without you and i did it again it's uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Mark, you been doing any gaming? Been uh, been working on that old Horizon Zero Dawn. <clears throat> gonna gonna answer that with a resounding nope. Not not this past Aww. week. To be to be truthful, I didn't do a lot of gaming at all last week. Um, oh, you know what? The new season of Apex came out, so any free time you had to dedicate would have gone to that probably. The funny thing is, I barely played Apex last week. Um, I played it maybe one night uh, when um, Pat and I streamed it. Uh, when I think it was Tuesday night, uh, either right. Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, when, I can't when it came out. Yeah, um, and then we played uh, last night. Um, but in terms of how often I normally play that game. Didn't play it a whole lot this this last week. Um, All right. Hopefully for me that will change, and I'll you know keep working on uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and not to mention download a certain free to play game involving DC superheroes. Yeah, um, that's I, right. I need to get on that uh, and go What's ahead that? and download for it. sure for the people that listening. Uh, people that are listening that don't know what what is that. <laughs> so, um, I, I won't go in too much because Lucas, I don't know if you want to go ahead and share because you guys kind of did that last Thursday. Yeah. So the DC game, uh, and and probably Patrick will share some because we're going to play again this week. But uh, the game he was talking about is DC Universe Online. It's a free to play game where pretty much you're helping out Batman, Superman all those DC characters, superheroes, as a, you're just a normal person who gets uh, superpowers through Brainiac and all this crazy convoluted stuff. And uh, pretty much it's like an, uh, what is it, massive multiplayer online game, MMO kind of deal, where you just run around. It's kind of like, trying to think what you've played, Ronnie, that it's kind of like. I mean, it's, it's not really that much different fighting than uh, 
that Marvel Alliance game that we played when we were together back in June or July. I gotcha. It's just you're you're in a city and it's kind of like free roam. Like you can just go anywhere and uh, you can play. Uh, you can do missions. You can fly around. You can run around as like a flashlight character. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. But you can meet real people all over the world. And it was the way we found to work around our multiplayer issue that we've been having the past few weeks where Patrick and I's our PlayStations just don't connect. But we found that since uh, everybody's all together in this DC universe online, you don't have to connect. You just have to find each other. So we found a common area and said, hey, meet me just at this there, building. Yeah. or Yeah, meet me at this cafe uh, or whatever. And we just met, and then we just stuck together. You can friend each other, uh, like friend that way through the through the game. And we just played missions gotcha. and, and hung out. And so <clears throat> we got, we're going to get Mark into it next week. And then after that, we're going to get you to buy a PS4 somehow, some way. And uh, you can join us too. Okay. How about when I sell my house, I'll buy a uh, PS4? There you go. <laughs> yes. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> that but is yeah. uh, later down the road. Yeah, yeah. That I time gotcha. it wouldn't be worth it to buy a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, I uh, uh, I yeah. just never I don't know I've never had the desire to buy one in all honesty. Honestly, multi multiplayer gaming and stuff like that is the reason that I would buy one. No, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's basically it's the only kind venture. of gaming that I do. Well, there's a lot of great multiplayer games on PS4. That's but... a word on the street. You know why I would buy PlayStation for MLB the Show? That's yeah. why I would buy it. Yeah, that's because a big and one. that reminds yep. me. Shh, Mark, don't tell him the latest news. It no, keep, keep going. is February, which means spring training. Baseball. Mm. Coming back. Is it already spring training? Whoop, Crazy. Whoop. Yeah, no, I'm pretty What do you bald. think? Reds going to do it this year? I think the Reds are absolutely going to win their division. And get the go hunting in, in October? Uh, yeah, I think they will make it. Sweet. I'll be rooting for them. For sure. And, and by For it, sure do you I mean will. to the stadium? Make it to their stadium? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will make it into the playoffs and hopefully make a deep run into the playoffs. There you go. Okay. They made a lot of offseason moves, so they actually... Nice. Uh, like, the way they look right now on paper is the best team in my entire lifetime. Well, really? that's not necessarily true because they won the World Series in 1990, and technically I was three. I also wasn't consciously aware that they were in the World Series or winning it. So since I've been aware, this is the best Reds team. Since since paper. you were sentient, yes. this is the best team. <laughs> All right, cool. So well, we'll see I wish that would. I wish we could nerd out with you about it, but Mark and I have no idea what's happening right now. I was glad yeah, I that I remembered that they're the Reds. I almost said the Bengals. Yeah. Now the Bengals are horrible. <laughs> they are bad. And I already, I already knew the Bengals were horrible, so I, I knew not to say that. Speaking but yeah, of, so go ahead. Oh, yeah. So speaking of Bengals, and of course, I am not a sports fan whatsoever, but I kind of, uh, my ears kind of perk up or my eyes kind of perk up when I see any sort of news about my hometown team, uh, the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so I, I saw that 
uh, Tom Brady is actually going to be, uh, I guess, technically a free agent. Yep, this year? he is. That it's possible. Sad. It's possible that we could see Tom Brady in a different uniform. That would be crazy. It that would be weird, sad. right? It would be so <laughs> weird. I mean, that's uh, like when Brett Favre left the Packers or played for the Vikings, right? Vikings, Vikings. Yeah, when he played for the Vikings, that was crazy to see Vipers? him out of a Packer uniform. No, I said the Vikings. I knew not to, the Vipers. <laughs> I think the Vi- I think the Vipers is an XFL team, which actually just started oh, gosh. this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that old uh, Canadian XFL. <laughs> Commissioner Vince McMahon. That's right. That's so um, good stuff. No, he he could be a free agent. I think what's probably going to happen is the Patriots will probably at least sign him to a one year deal. They don't have anybody like behind him that's good, so that leads me to believe they're gonna probably give him a one year deal at least and try and groom somebody maybe. Gotcha. Okay. As much as Tom Brady is the organization, like the organization, like the way the Patriots are, it seems like they would a hundred percent throw him to the side. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah. Let him go to another their... team and then continue winning yeah. with somebody else. It's a business. It is. And they are There's little to no loyalty about their winning. Yeah, yep. yeah. Then then that opens up a whole different can of worms that I'm not going to get into right now. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just ugh, I don't see Tom Brady playing for anybody else. Um, it would be it would be real different. It was weird to see Brett Favre like Lucas was saying. It was weird to see Brett Favre playing for another team, uh, even though he went he made a good playoff run with the Vikings. Oh, but didn't he? He did. Man. That was epic. He did, but I'll tell you what the difference is. Is Tom Brady, like Brett Favre's last year, I think he was the same age as Tom Brady was this past year. And when yeah. Brett Favre went to the ground, like if a defensive lineman like sacked him or took him to the ground, like he looked like a 40-year-old man trying to get up. Like, it he did. Rough. It <laughs> he looked did. really rough. Like it, it made you feel get, bad like, for him. And Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady still looks like he's a cool 26. I mean... Yeah, he, he does, does not. He doesn't look that look old. Look that old. So he is a yeah. That's true. He's got <clears> some, he's using some kind of black magic. Him. Yeah, that's because he's married to a Brazilian, keeping him young. That could be. Yeah. What's her name? Giselle or something like that? Or? Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. yeah. Giselle. Look at Mark name dropping. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That's about all I know. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Nice. Um, but looping all the way back to gaming when I began with Patrick, I did finish Control and uh, nice. beat that old creepy gem of a game that I can see where it was game of the year last year, but I could also see where like Sekito or uh, Death Stranding, I mean, I didn't play Death Stranding, but... I could, I don't know. I I feel like overall 2019 wasn't a list of super strong year in video games. It could have been anybody's game, and and I enjoyed Control. Uh, it was really fun. It was a good mix of you know having mind powers and guns, and it was a really. I mean, I got through the whole thing, and I was like, I don't really know what happened, but it was fun. I enjoyed it, so I gave it like seven and a half, seven eight, seven and a half out of ten levitating refrigerators. So, interesting. It was fun, and now I've moved on to uh, Symphony of the Night, a classic Castlevania game. Old school. So, 
Yeah, going old school. But what's what's the main character's name? Simon Belmont, is that it? No, this one is Alucard. He is oh. the son of Dracula and some other chick. I don't know, but he's <laughs> okay. like half man, <laughs> half half man, half vampire. So it's like uh, some kind of Twilight thing minus the teen angst. Just if you're a vampire, aren't you just a hundred percent vampire? Like that, none of you really stays human, right? That's not I mean, really the thing. I guess. I think it's just he's considered half and half because his mom's a human and his dad's a the vampire. But yeah, pretty much your vampire. The guy. He's, I can't, he's a pretty uh, tough dude. I, he's the I Tom can't. Brady of vampires. <laughs> he is the Tom Brady. He's like a tall drink of water. He's not over 22 years old and silver hair. <laughs> I, uh, I can't really, give, I can't really yep. give a factual <laughs> statement. I, I'm not really in, an expert on vi- vampire genetics. So... <laughs> I would have went to you first, though. Yeah, I would have thought you had known, but you know, hey, nope, what are you going to do? Struck out this time. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, the only other game I wanted to mention to you guys was this. Let's play Bamboozled. Right. I hope you're ready. Today we have a. Sp- Special game for you, because we only have two contenders in this bamboozled head-to-head. Mark Boucher versus, what's your name again? Oh, Ronnie Johantis. <laughs> I hope you're ready, folks. We are going to get into this, and uh, it's going to be a good one, I think. So, uh, to help us transition from last week's multiplayer-centric episode and this week's episode brought to you by Mark Boucher, we are going to have five different questions ranging from video games to defunct toy stores or restaurants or some Probably different places stores. that aren't open anymore or just, just stores. stores. <laughs> just stores. Thank you. Someone can edit that out. Appreciate it. Probably won't. Oh, well. I got it. So... Today we are going to go in ABC order. There's just two of you, so I guess we're going to go in AB order or MR order. So, Mark, you are going to go first. Ronnie, you are going to go second. This is going to be multiple I'm, choice. I'm not a fan just squaring off with Mark. Like, Patrick's usually here to be an idiot as well. Now I feel like I actually need to be good. No, I, w- I would set your risk. bar a little lower. We it will can't, see what it can't happens. can't get any lower, Mark. Don't worry. In Bamboozled, it's not just about brains. It's about Google cards and Wicked Wango cards and spilling the spilling, spinning the wheel of mayhem. So let's see what will happen. Are you ready, Mark and Ronnie? No. Yes. Good. One out of two. I'll take it. 50%. (laughs) Question number one of Bamboozled. What was the first local or couch co-op multiplayer game? Mark, was it Pong, Tennis for Two, Space War, or Astro Race? I'm going to go with Pong. I'm going to go with Tennis for Two. 
ding, 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 ding. One of you is correct, and that is Ronnie with yeah, Tennis right. for Two, 1958's wonderful first multiplayer game displayed on an oscilloscope, which is an electronic test instrument that graphically displays varying signal voltages. At least that's what Wikipedia told me. <laughs> and it can be played with two custom <laughs> aluminum controllers. Nerd. Since I know nothing else about it, <laughs> let's move on to question number two, starting with Ronnie. What was the first mainstream online multiplayer-capable video game console? Was it Atari Jaguar, Apple Pippin, Sega Dreamcast, or Xbox 360? Oh, man. Uh... Can you read them again? Yes. Was it Atari Jaguar, Apple Pippin, Sega Dreamcast, or Xbox 360? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> this is not a spelling bee. <laughs> look. The thing look, is, is I, look out there, out in the jungle. I know that it, they used it. I am going to go with Xbox 360. But I wanted to and go Mark? with a different one. Um, I believe it was the Sega Dreamcast. Dang it, that's what I wanted to go with. Mark would definitely know this ding, one. Ding, 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 One of you are correct, and it is not Ronnie. Good job, Marcus. <laughs> oh, it is the Sega Dreamcast, released in 1999 and first supported and popularized online play through Fantasy Star Online. Also kind of a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, I think that perfect. was the first, the first um, console first to have like a, a game for Sega, wasn't it? What's that? Is that the first one they used discs with? Or no, that was the Sega Saturn, wasn't it? Yeah, technically it was the Saturn. Um, I think they had. It wasn't an Ethernet port. I don't think. I think it was just a phone line. You plugged your phone line in there. <laughs> um, so basically, it was like dial-up Brilliant. internet. So you couldn't play online, basically. You could. It was we just not like. very fun. <laughs> it probably worked better than mine and Patrick's connection. So I'll give him credit for that at least. All right. Mark, since you got that last question question correct, would you like to pick a Wicked Wango card or roll the wheel of mayhem? I will take the Wicked Wango card. Ooh. Oh, goodness. That's crazy. Good job, Mark, for picking the Wicked Wango card. You get the points from the other players. So I know you now have Sweet. two points. And Ronnie has zero. Seems awesome. <laughs> and now for question number three. And uh, Mark, you will get to guess oh, first. Mark just gets all the advantages. Most popular multiplayer video game by sales in the history of gaming as of 2019. Was it Ooh. Minecraft? Or Fortnite, or GTA Five. Mm. I'm gonna have to go with Minecraft. Ronnie, I'm gonna go with Fortnite. Ding 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 ding. One of you are correct, and I would say it's Ronnie, but I would be lying. <laughs> Mark, you are correct. Minecraft is the number one multiplayer video game by sales, at least in 2019, with 176 million sold. 
Uh, right behind it was Fortnite with 125 million downloads and players. Mm. And then right behind that, GTA 5 with 110 million sold. All right, Ronnie, you get to go again. First this time, question number four. Which video game company sued Blockbuster? Nintendo, Sega, Sony, or Atari? I'm going to go with Sony. Mark? Nintendo. Ding, 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 ding. Crap. (laughs) Ronnie, can you guess who got that correct? I'm going to go with myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I will not penalize you for it, but you are wrong twice in a row. It is Nintendo. Mark, that is correct. Next podcast on purpose. (laughs) You're hanging me out to dry. In 1980. In 1989, Blockbuster was sued for copyright infringement because they were making photocopies of various game manuals. Eventually, they settled out in court. It was basically just a cover-up because Blockbuster didn't like, uh, or Nintendo didn't like Blockbuster having their games being rented because they felt like they were missing out on money. But for that, adding that and trying to get bonus points... Ronnie, you get an extra point. So now you I have knew that two. was coming. And Mark has <laughs> four. All right. Uh, Ronnie, would you like to feed the hairy dinosaur or pet baby Yoda? Oh, pet baby Yoda for sure. Uh-oh. Like that, he did not. So one of your points, he did eat. You are Sweet. down to one point now. <laughs> I don't and know how Mark, I got two you points. Have four points. All right, question number five, and Ronnie, I believe you get to go first this time for the final question, which will be worth, (laughs) this will be, just to spice things up, this question will be worth five points. Yes. Whoever wins this wins the game. It may or may not have been planned this way. (laughs) There's a good chance I'm not going to get it right anyway. I don't believe (laughs) <laughs> what now? All right, Ronnie. What now defunct store did Blockbuster try to buy in 2008? Was it Netflix, Toys R Us, Family Video, or Circuit City? Oh, man. Uh, Circuit City. Mark? Say that again. Say the answers again. N- was it Netflix? Toys R Us, Family Video, or Circuit City that Blockbuster tried to buy in 2008? Yeah, Circuit City. Ding, 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 ding. You are both correct. (laughs) Mark took the safe route of just picking the same answer as Ronnie. None. (laughs) (laughs) It was Circuit City. Blockbuster actually turned down Netflix in 2000 but tried to recover in 2008 by purchasing Circuit City for $1 billion. And then for the fi- in, the in the following year, <laughs> in the following year, claimed bankruptcy for $1 billion, ending <laughs> negotiations. And that concludes this episode and edition of Bamboozle, defunct store and multiplayer video gaming around the world edition. Thank you for joining us. Mark, back to you. There you go, guys. Just dumped it. Hopefully, <laughs> just dumped it off. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any bamboos music. But that will lead us right into our topic of defunct stores. Stores, stores, stores. Bam, 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 bam. Bankruptcy. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah.
So first off, I think I'm gonna rename that because <laughs> defunct stores in. sounds really weird. Um, we got defunct. We got defunct. <laughs> we got defunct. Oh, have defunct. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them places of yesterday. Whoa! All right, places yes. of yesterday. <clears throat> because sounds like a store where you get customized nicer. gifts, <laughs> engravings. Like a thrift shop, like a things <laughs> remembered. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, um, as you guys know, I like to watch uh, and and subscribe to different YouTube streamers and and different YouTube channels and stuff like that. Um, in the past, uh-huh. we talked about um, people that do urbex, like uh, exploring abandoned areas and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, oh yeah. Kind of along that same line. Um, and I would recommend anybody go to, um, there's a YouTube channel called Bright Sun Films. And he does um, a couple different types of series. There's um, there's Abandoned and then there's Bankrupt. Um, and he basically goes into the history of different, um, you know, businesses that ha- have thrived in the past but um, have not survived. They've gone bankrupt or, or you know. Right by whatever way are no longer in existence. And so, you know, it really makes me think about places that um, I used to visit in the past, um, places that I remember growing up. And it's not necessarily limited to like retail stores or, or things like that. It could be, um, you know, a restaurant that you used to visit. Um, it mm-hmm. could be, you know, maybe a park or a theme park. It could be a national chain. It could be something local, something regional. Um, and and so that was something I kind of wanted to, to talk about. Um, and to kind of cap things off, since we talked about uh, Blockbuster a little bit, um, I think a lot of um, a lot of the people who listen and listen to our 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 show um, certainly remember Blockbuster video. Um, and just how much of a huge business that it was, um, all throughout the late eighties and nineties and into the two thousands. Um, and it was probably a major part of their lives at some point. Um, and, and so, um, if you guys can think of your experiences, I'll I'll start with Blockbuster and we can go to other different, other different places. But, um, I just know Blockbuster was a huge part of my growing up my childhood um simply because like you know in the pre netflix and um you know with the rise of the internet you know the internet didn't really start until like the really the early 90s um and it it was very much in in its infancy when i was growing up and you couldn't stream movies uh right like maybe you would get like a frame an hour if you tried to do that. But, um, but, um, you know, renting movies and renting games was the huge thing back then. Yep. And Blockbuster basically capitalized 
on that that industry. They were one of the leaders in that in that market. Um, you know, you had your smaller uh, video rental chains and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I just remember just being so excited um, going into the blockbuster um, in my hometown. Um, I remember not not knowing what it was at all. Um, gosh, I don't even remember what was in that spot before Blockbuster. Um, some crappy store, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and then my my dad uh, decided to bring me over. He's like, hey, this Blockbuster video just opened. I'm like, oh, okay, awesome. And I don't think they had started out. <laughs> what with, does that even mean? Your, your young Mark <laughs> voice. Oh, okay, awesome. Cool. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Um, but, uh, um, I think at the time, I don't think they had games yet. I think it was just movies, um, uh-huh. at, when I first went in. Yeah, I remember but, when I was younger, they did not have games. It yeah, was just movies. It was just movies. And, and I remember the rows and rows and rows of, of videos. And obviously, like, it was only just the boxes to the movies. You would have to, like, um you'd have to bring the or maybe they did have the the tapes in them i can't remember um i seem to recall like they had the actual box to the movie and then they had the actual blockbuster case behind it and then yeah um, yeah they were actually one of the one of the stores that made that popular i don't know if that's the right word but i remember reading an article uh about blockbuster was one of the few places that actually did that and i don't know why they did it or like how they safeguarded against people stealing, but they, they pretty much, yeah, they had their little blockbuster videos behind it. And that's how you knew it was there and that you could rent yeah. it was you just yep. grabbed yep. the VHS from box. behind. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and so, you know, I would go in there a lot of the time, you know, and back then um, VHS was, was the thing. Um, so it was tape cassettes and, and their big, their big, uh, phrase was be kind rewind um because it's kind of lame to try to throw in a movie and you know it's in the middle of the freaking watch the credits (laughs) (laughs) you're watching the credits you're like wait what (laughs) um so yeah that was being courteous did you guys Um, ever actually rewind them i think there were probably cases where i didn't Um, yeah i don't think i don't remember ever rewinding them yeah, I think we tried to ride him, rewind him. We tried to be good citizens. Gosh, I was like, eh, well, doesn't take that do long that. to rewind the movie. <laughs> I was just burning it down. Once the movie was over, I was done with it. <laughs> Get that I'm thing done. out Put of there. Put it back in the case. <laughs> and you, would, you wouldn't take it in personally. You'd go to the drop box like when they're closed so they wouldn't be able to see your face. <laughs> Late at night with a ski mask on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who didn't rewind? Track this man down. <laughs> Who has committed this cardinal sin? Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I remember you know just being super excited going through all the rows and rows of movies, and then they started renting video games, and that was super exciting because I had I had just gotten a um, I had an NES, and I had just gotten my N sixty four, and so that was. Blockbuster was huge right at about that time, um, and and so I remember I constantly wanted to go to Blockbuster and rent a game. Um, I remember uh, if you brought in your report card for school, um, you could possibly get 
uh, a free game rental that way if you had like a certain amount what? of A's. Yeah. Man, I, I missed that sale. I would have never gotten anything for free. <laughs> <laughs> they just sort of laughed at you. Like, ah, you're that kid that doesn't rewind VHS. Well, you don't get any rentals, sucker. <laughs> yeah, I think it had to be like A's and B's. It couldn't be anything lower than that. Uh, huh. But um, It's interesting. So I couldn't so, do it every time, but, I mean, going throughout elementary school and some of middle school. Um, yeah. I could bring my report card in and get a free game rental. Um, nice. Uh. Basically, like, we were in there so often that uh, we became, basically became friends with the, uh, with the manager and with the employees there. And, again, this was early, early stages of the internet. So, you couldn't just, when a game was coming out, the only way you would really know about it is if, like, they posted it in a game magazine or something like that. Um, right. You didn't know when games were coming out. And so... Um, but the nice thing is Blockbuster would get a huge list of games that were going to be coming out within the next, I don't know, six months or something like that. And, um, you know, I'd get to look at the list and be like, oh, yeah, I like that one. I think I want to play that one. And they would hold a copy for us um, wow. whenever it would come in. Um, so I always, loved, I always loved doing that. You guys are like um, celebrities in there. Yeah. Maybe, you know. <laughs> Here, come Here comes the that guy with the good grades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my picture was up on the wall in, in the block. Honor roll student. It's a free <laughs> rental. So, do you guys have any sort of memories or experiences with, with Blockbuster growing up? Uh, not with Blockbuster. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, the coolest job I ever had when I was a kid. I was 16, and I worked at Hollywood Video. Yes. yes. Hollywood so, Video. So I worked at Hollywood Video. Central Ohio's greatest. That's exactly right. So it, <laughs> it was, I guess it was 2004, somewhere in that time frame. I do remember some of the stuff you're talking about, Mark, going to the video store when I was a little kid, when there was just all VHS tapes. Uh, you know, we would rent like a couple of movies, at, like we'd be at my dad's for the weekend or something, and we'd rent a couple of movies to watch, you know. Um. But really, like, like the main memory I have of the video store is when I worked there. Uh, I probably worked there for about a year. And the funny thing is, is I would always go in at, like, 7 p.m. And I would work till, like, midnight or 1 a.m. at night. Because uh, those were, like, the video store hours, right? I would always work, like, Friday yeah. nights, uh, you know, or Saturday nights or something like that. Wow, were video stores really open <clears throat> till midnight? They were, man. They were open late. Man. <laughs> so hardcore. I remember going into Hollywood Video, and I, w- I would work like, you know, Saturday night or something like that. And the funny thing is, as you mentioned, like you guys used to go in there all the time. You knew all the people. There were totally yeah. a, there were a huge group of like regulars that we would see every time we worked, and we'd just be chatting it up with them. Yeah. But I just remember the video store being like the coolest place ever to work. Like it was awesome. Like you got all these videos, yeah. like we could rent them whenever yep. we wanted. Um, at that time, there was a, um, there was a, uh, man, I'm trying to think if it was a GameStop. It was when Hollywood Video was, uh, they were like not merged with GameStop, but there was a lot of GameStops within like right next to them. Yeah. And it was like a joining store. You know how they used to do that? 
So we would always chat it up with all like the GameStop guys and stuff. And we'd be renting games and like movies and stuff back and forth to each other. Nice. Um, but no, I just remember it being like just a cool like hangout. You know, for a kid that's like 16 years old, like you feel in the video store, you're like, this place is pretty cool. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a cool hangout just to, um, you know, shoot the breeze in there with everybody. But I actually still have a, I have a fairly decent like DVD collection. And it's all because of those like five for 20 sales when they would oh, yeah. be like getting ready to get rid of like movies. And oh, I would just yeah. buy a bunch of them. I'd buy like a hundred, you know, a hundred dollars worth. Um, but yeah, man, Hollywood video, Hollywood video. That was my, you know, that was the coolest, that was the coolest job I ever had when I was younger. And, and when I, I say when I was younger, I mean ever, because I haven't ever really had a cool job since then either. So yeah. <laughs> You'll have that. What about you? Lucas? Uh, I had a very similar experience to Ronnie cause I lived in a town of about 7,000 people. And we did not have a blockbuster video. We did not get a Walmart until my senior year of high school. So that was our, that was the only time we got connected with the outside world. Uh, there was a blockbuster. It was like 30 minutes away. And I think they set it up next to a Chuck E. Cheese, um, maybe during middle school, but we had our own rental places. Now, when I say we had our own rental places, for example, I rented Nintendo games from a dry cleaner and she had a box of Nintendo games back in the back. So my parents would go with me. <laughs> so no no shenanigans. But she had just a box of Nintendo games and I'd just go to the back and look through her collection of Nintendo games and she would let me rent them for like, you know, a few days. And uh, that's when I discovered that Ghostbuster, one of the worst Nintendo games in the history of Nintendo <laughs> games. It was like... It was awful. Like I was so confused. I don't think she had the the manual with it. But uh, besides that, there was another like kind of mom and pop rental place that I would go to and and rent rent movies. Um, but for me, it was just it was it was just the 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 discovery, kind of like what you alluded to, Mark. You would go in, and I had no idea what movies were being released. I I mean, I just you know the only time you could find out what movies were coming out if you didn't like have a magazine subscription to whatever talked about movies, entertainment weekly or whatever. Uh, it was previews to other movies in the movie theater. So when you get to the, when you get to the rental place, it's like, what movies have been released? Like what is happening in the world? And I remember that throughout VHS, uh, before DVDs, there was a little, uh, a little blip where they had laser disc rentals. And my dad and I would, rent laser disc from this electronic store that again was a mom and pop place but he had a he had a pretty sizable connection of laser disc and i remember my dad and i would go i'm pretty sure from the time when my mom passed away when i was 11 probably to when he got married again a year later um a year and a half later we we probably rented laser disc if not every week every other week we would go on a friday night and we would rent laser disc and we built up a pretty good collection of laser discs. We had the Star Wars trilogy. We had, you know, the Predator movies, Terminator movies, um, all kinds of movies. And I remember one time, and again, this is the, all about the discovery. We had no idea what we were getting into. I was 11, 12 years old, and my dad's like, "Hey, what do you, you pick? Pick a movie." And I remember picking two movies. One of them was Rookie of the Year. And oh gosh, yeah. I I somehow I, I don't that. know if I missed that. I don't know if I missed that in the theater or what happened. But man, we watched that and we laughed so hard at the whole thing. Like, did he say Funky Butt Lovin'? Like that that movie is 
Classic. <laughs> uh, the other movie we rented was a little little known movie with Steven Seagal called Under Siege. And I that. don't know if you guys saw that gem, but uh, it's pretty much about a, uh, a retired... I don't remember if he's retired, but he, he's an ex-Marine who's now a cook in the movie. He's a cook for the... The guys on this, uh, what are those called? The ships that have the airplanes on them. A, uh, cr- not a, a cruiser. Carrier? carrier, thank you. He's on a carrier, <laughs> and that carrier gets hijacked by terrorists. And so it, it's pretty much a typical Steven Seagal movie where, I don't know if you, Ronnie, have you seen many Steven Seagal movies or Mark? Not. It's pretty much. I have not. I've seen a couple so it, a long time ago with my dad. That's. I mean that's all it takes is a couple because they're all the same. It's him against yeah. everybody. So he he and it's like a video game. Like you enter a room and then you fight like a horde of bad guys and he defeats them and goes to the next room and and that's pretty much what it was. Well, it <laughs> it was a moment where my dad realized he needed to like watch movies ahead of time before letting me watch whatever because at some point there's a girl in a large cake and she jumps out of the cake and. She's not wearing anything. And my dad, Whoa. like, <laughs> my dad, my spring dad's just break. like, Woo. oh, my, my dad's like, yeah, it's pretty much spring break. My dad's like, oh, my gosh. And I'm just like staring at the television like, what? Hello, spring break. Woo. And uh, yeah. <laughs> What's so, that? Could just imagine what? your dad running towards the TV. <laughs> no. yeah. Pause, stop, pause. Oh, Lucas, hide your eyes. I think at this time it was just, you know, it was just us guys. So he's like, Lucas, quit this. Cover your eyes. And so that was pretty much it. But yeah, renting was just all about the discovery. And I mean, you kind of have that with Netflix. I mean, you could kind of look around and and pick a movie and watch it, but there's no risk, really. You you already have the subscription to Netflix. Like with a movie rental, you had to pay for that movie rental. And then you took it and you watched it. And sometimes you, you didn't know you either until get. you got home. You really didn't know. I mean, it could it could be a stinker or it could be like the greatest thing since uh, sliced bread. Or the greatest thing since I don't I can't remember that Super Bowl commercial. What was the thing it was replacing? Did you guys see that commercial where uh, Dwight from The Office is panicking because someone says it's the greatest thing? It's greater than sliced bread, and they try to replace it with that, and he panics. Anyone? No. Nope. Crickets. All right, fantastic. I'm sure it was good though. It was. <laughs> it was really funny. You need to look it up. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so that's that's my that's my experience with Blockbuster. A very limited. Or, one. yes, very, very limited. My, my experience with very rental limited. places. Yes. I didn't know I was so privileged in my small suburban. Yeah, sorry. You were. You had the you great had car all. going. You had the. You had it all, man. I'm really jealous. Mm. <laughs> so, did you? Uh, did you guys want to hear some joiner questions about our? What are we calling these places again? Places. Stores of, of your yesterday. Places of yesterday. All right, we have some places of yesterday questions from our joiners. Uh, Arctic Warlock said, defunct establishments and eateries. Hmm. Oh, no. Did something happen to La Coretta? And then he makes a bunch of emoji faces. We all know La Coretta's alive and well. Uh, He said, in high school. (laughs) That's right. Represent. In high school and college, I worked at a couple mom-and-pop pizza eateries, mainly as a dishwasher, food prep, delivery driver, my only food service sort of job. The name of the restaurants have changed names, and we sometimes go back there when we visit back home. So my question for you is, did you ever work for any defunct or 
places of yesterday. Now, Ronnie already mentioned his, that he worked at a video rental place. Maybe it's still open. I don't know. But were there any other places that are now closed that you guys uh, worked for? Yeah, Hollywood Video is definitely closed. Is it? I didn't know if it was or not. I tell you what, real quick note about Hollywood Video I forgot to mention. When I discovered that you could rent video game consoles, that was amazing. Yes, when you did, we when you we did that. When you with, didn't have to uh, buy them; you could rent them. That was awesome. I think we did that with the N sixty four one time. I think did you? I think we had. I think I did that with that. the Xbox. I think I did that with the Xbox, like the the old uh, what was the controller called? It was like huge. The Duke. The Duke. Yeah, I wanted to be like the, the old seventy sixer. <laughs> yeah, the, or the old ninety sixer. Is that? I think that's what it is from the Great Outdoors, John Candy. Anyways, yeah, I rented an Xbox. But anyways, yeah, so Hollywood Video. Mark, did you work for anyone that's now closed down? No, no, I did not. The only, Well, I don't know if it's still there or not, but um, the only job that I had um, like during like my high school years um, when I was actually old enough to work um, was the local McDonald's. And I think I only worked there for like two or three months. Um, I, I don't know if it's actually still there or not. Uh, mm. that place has changed so much. I don't, I don't know. It may, it may be gone. I don't know. But, mm. uh, that was the only real job that I, that I held down. Um, for sure. Fair enough. The first job I had was at my dad's pharmacy, C and C pharmacy. And it is now closed down. It is a place of yesterday. My dad sold out to Rite Aid and they absorbed all the clients and customers and the brand of CNC Pharmacy. Little known fact, the CNC stands for my mom and dad's name, Chuck and Carolyn Pharmacy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he had it from 85 until I think 2002 or 2003. I think he sold it when I was in college. So, but yeah, that's the only place I think I've worked for that is now closed down, no longer in existence. All the other places nice. are still alive and well. Applebee's, Pizza Hut, Texas Roadhouse, booming. I wised up after that. Rite Aid is really good at snatching up other stores. I've noticed that like when a Walgreens or a CVS closes or something like that. They um, grab them. Or, may, or maybe it's the other way around. I can't remember. I think One it's the other places. way around. Okay. Now Walgreens. I want to say Walgreens <clears throat> bought Rite Aid the last couple years. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Isaac Alistic, Infinity Bro Isaac on the Discord said, A bunch of the Krispy Kreme places around here went out of business a few days ago. That's What? Yeah, that's kind of weird. A few days Uh, ago? He says there's a few years ago. Did I say days? Maybe. A few few years ago. He says there's still one or two in the area. How many Krispy Kreme donut places do you have in your area, Isaac? That is a lot of Krispy Kreme. Uh, I don't have any really like close. I only know of one near my hometown in Washington, PA. It's like two hours, <clears throat> hour and a half from where I grew up. And it's a magical place. Uh, I remember when we that, used to vacation in Gatlinburg. There was one down there. So we would always stop if the sign mm, was on and the donuts were hot. Oh, yeah. Yep. The lights turn on. It was oh, kind of yeah, like a were. cool vacation thing, though, because we really didn't have them here at home. Mm. Yeah, for sure. That's mm-hmm. cool. So are there any stores or restaurants or places that you remember – they were there one minute and then they were gone the next. Uh, I'll give you a second to think about it, but the one I can think of is Babbage's. It was a video game store 
Wow. That was in malls. And I used to go there like every, again, every weekend But when it was just my dad and I for like a year, year and a half, we would rent movies and we would go to the mall every single weekend. <laughs> go to like trade shows, go to trade cars, like cards, like uh, baseball cards, basketball cards. And I would always go to Babbage's to look at the strategy guides, to play the demos at the games and of, of different video games and stuff. Uh, and then I remember just showing up at the mall one day and it was gone. And then all of a sudden it was like, it wasn't GameStop. It was a different one. I don't remember the name of it, but it wasn't Babbage's yeah. and it was really weird. It just totally snuck out on me. I was very disappointed. Do you guys yeah. think of any uh, surprise stores or restaurants or anything that just, it was there one second, gone the other? <clears throat> Um, uh, I can only think of one restaurant in the area. Like, have you guys ever been to like a Logan's Steakhouse? Yeah, we yeah. actually have one in our town. So there was one. Um, it opened up for like one year. Like they built a new building and everything in the area that I live in, and uh, all of a sudden it was just like gone after a year. It was like still the new restaurant around. You know what I mean? And then all oh, of a sudden weird. it was like closing down. Um, so I still I have no idea. I guess they just weren't doing well like the building is still there nobody has occupied it since then so really yeah it's cast yeah that uh that reminds me of um we had a you guys know what jimmy john's is yeah oh yeah okay we had a jimmy john's <clears throat> here in in lynchburg and i had gone there to eat to get a, a sub and literally the next day they closed <laughs> they closed what? permanently yeah wow <laughs> That is weird. Like I saw, I saw an article on um, one of our local news affiliates here uh, on their website, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they uh, they had their employees come in and be like, yep, we're done here, we're shutting down.'" And so that Jimmy John's is gone, hmm. um, which is that's which crazy, is very sad. Um, I remember the day I went in, like they were out of white white bread or something like that, and so they had to like give me two of like the smaller kind of bread in order to compensate uh, for what I had ordered. <laughs> um, and sh the lady just seemed like she was having a super stressful day and I'm like, okay, well now that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Cause now you know why going down the tubes. <laughs> that was it. Mm. I'll tell you what, another restaurant that I loved as a kid and then they had the big old, uh, E. Coli outbreak was Chi Chi's. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a Chi-Chi's around where you lived, but back in the day, loved, and that was Mexican food to me. And of course, I met Mindy and her family and discovered what real Mexican food is like at, uh, <laughs> at, at, at restaurants like La Carreta or Fiesta Mexicana. But Chi-Chi's back in the day, I loved it. And then they had that whole, I think it was a coli uh, outbreak that happened with their food. And then they, I think they went bankrupt or sold, closed down all their stores or whatever from it. Almost took Chipotle out. That's stupid, a cole. Coli. Oh, really? Yeah. Cole. <laughs> Ole. <laughs> that does make it sound more fun. <laughs> yeah. It's the best uh, kind the of virus, bacterial virus. <laughs> e cole. <laughs> there, was, there was actually a restaurant that faked me out. I thought it had closed down. Uh, Racks. I used to go to Racks all the time when I was a kid, and then it just disappeared from my area. And then when I went to college in Ohio... Uh, I went, we went to a town like 20 minutes away and there was a racks and I thought I was taking a step back to the past. I had no idea it was still open. I don't know if it's still open now, but 
back in college. That was a that was a restaurant that faked me out. Are you guys familiar with Racks? Had you been to a? It's pretty much off-brand Hardee's. <laughs> I had a pin for a it's different like, kind of restaurant, but no, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's just like Hardee's with the roast beef, roast beast, roast beef sandwich, and all that jazz. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it probably was roast beast. That's why they closed down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, is this real meat? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> No, I, I am good. not uh, there. I've I've never heard of one of those. Nope, we did not. We did not have a racks growing up. Mm. <laughs> I can't even take this. Seriously. Can't say. Can't say you're missing out. <clears throat> <laughs> not even in the slightest. There was actually a um, uh, a local restaurant here that was around for not here, but in in New Hampshire, um, that was around for many many years. Um, and it was a place called Connie's, um, and it was like a, it was a, they called themselves like a country style restaurant. It was your typical sit down restaurant. They had seafood, they had like your all American food, all that kind of stuff. And it was like a, a hodgepodge of different things. Like you could, you know, there was the restaurant part and then you'd walk through and they'd have like a whole section where you could buy like plants and, uh, you know, like water, like little water fountains that you would put out in front of your your house, like bird like baths, bird, bird like, fountain, like yeah, bird home baths. decor. <laughs> yeah, like it's truly country random spots, and and it's then stop um, shop, man. <laughs> and then if you kept going farther over, um, there was a um, uh, like a memorabilia <clears throat> store and like keepsake shop, which is where sounds it, like Cracker were, Barrel. Yeah, almost. But uh, which is where, uh, if you remember, long ago uh, we talked about. Um, there was one time where, I, unfortunately, I got in trouble because I was shoplifting. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was in that spot where I stole Pokemon cards. That was at Connie's. Nice. Yes. Well, <laughs> it was it was in a place called Cherished Keepsakes, which uh, was attached man. to the same building as you stole as, from uh, Cherished Keepsakes. That's I did. awful. I did. You're a terrible person. Horrible. Or I'm were sorry. They, which they are you not were. in business anymore. <laughs> you were, you were, you're not now. But uh, I think that's actually a pizza. It's actually a pizza place now. I could be wrong, but um, cherished pizza, pizza pie. Mm. Uh, but that whole place is no longer there. I believe the owner retired and moved to Florida. Um, so, but I have I have lots of memories of going to that restaurant. And, and having very good food. And my dad would always get, that's this big thing, well, I guess in any seafood restaurant, but particularly up in the New England area, they have what's called the fisherman's platter, which is yep. basically just this huge plate of all different kinds of, of seafood. Um, and he would always get that. Um, and it's just always a great time, for sure. Nice. Tim Pollan wants to know, does anyone remember the blue light special when one struggling chain buys another struggling chain? R.I.P. Kmart and Sears. <laughs> I do remember the blue light special. That was a Kmart thing. We still have a Sears. Yep. That was. Do you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we still have a have Sears. You, when's it's the last time in... you went in? Have you, have you gone into it? Uh, I mean, like within the last five years, yes. Okay. I think we'll I bought... Uh, 
I'm trying to think. I uh, what did I buy from there? I think I went in to buy some like tools or something because they have like the best tool yeah, man. section. Uh, tools I and electronics. Remember. You can get some good deals at Sears. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we still have one. It's a part of a. So we have a big mall in the area that I live in, and the mall is like half empty. Right? It's one of those dying yeah. things. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a fancy mall or anything like that. It's just a, like a regular mall, and it's like half dying. But it has like. Uh, all the department stores like attached to it, like on the outside. And most of those are still yep. like work. Most of those are still fine. Uh, there's like a Kohl's. Uh, there was a Dillard's. Dillard's went out of business. Um, oh, and then there's a Sears. Sears is one of the, one of the ones on the outside of it. Um, but yeah, we still actually have one. I actually, I mean, <laughs> as an adult male, like going into their tool section, you're like, oh man, I could use all of this stuff, you know? Yeah, they have a nice tool I know. section. I know. It's the first time I felt Tim like a the man Tool Man Taylor life. would love it. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't been in there in years. Um, I just know that it's still there, still open. Yeah. 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 The, yeah uh, our... the TV I bought that I told you guys about last week that turned nine years old, I bought that at a Sears, and it was a wow. I don't know, it was a it wasn't a blue light special, but I got a good deal on it. It was like at the time it was a forty six inch uh, LCD for like seven hundred dollars. I think I got it for. Which was I think a good they deal have, then. Like, really good deals on appliances too. Yeah, yeah they, they do. sell like refrigerators and I sell. I mean, they sell everything. You could grocery yeah, shop there. They do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The we had a Sears here in Lynchburg. Um, it shut down, and um, Liberty University, the big one of the big universities around here, that I is yep. my alma mater. Um, they purchased that property. It's attached to a mall. Um, they had purchased that property and used it for um, office space and call center space um, for nice. quite a while. And then they gave it back to the mall, and the mall has knocked it down. And they're putting, I think, some sort of a big restaurant. I don't know if they've announced what it is yet, but it's it's one of those like big chain restaurants that they are currently Long John Silver's. Here we come. <laughs> Patrick will be so excited. <laughs> that reminds me, by the way, I saw a meme the other day and it said something along the lines of there's a secret society amongst us. You can't tell them apart from a regular person, but that society is keeping Long John Silver's in business. <laughs> yeah, I think Patrick's the president. He's not here to defend himself, but I know he's a yes, high ranking official. <laughs> the way he pushes that. It's got a dark organization. Yeah. The for Illuminati sure. of Long John the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like grease and raw fish. So I have right. one. Um, I have one that I want to mention, and I don't know. Yeah, do if it. This is a uh, area specific one. So the coolest place as like a, a little kid that we went to was called Discovery Zone. <gasps> oh my god! Did you guys have one I, of those? We did. I didn't, but I always wanted oh, to go to one. It dude. seems so magical. Mark knows what I'm talking about. I can tell by his reaction. So this place, right? This was like, like a Chuck E. Cheese, but like a thousand, right? Yeah, like better. Oh, <laughs> so much better. It was basically like a warehouse full of like tubes and slides. Like you could literally get like lost in there as a little kid. It felt so big. Like there was so, so much magical. like to do, and. uh I remember going there as a kid and it was the coolest place ever. Like going to this place, this discovery zone. And, um, I actually just recently saw an article where 
uh, they're actually bringing back a Discovery Zone in the Cincinnati area. <laughs> yeah. That's what? awesome. So I didn't see like which part of Cincinnati, but uh, no, as a as a kid, man, it was like the coolest place ever. Like that was the place to go. Yeah, I remember. I remember <clears throat> Discovery Zone. I remember the little jingle DZ where kids want to be. Yeah, it was the coolest place, <laughs> oh, man. There was that's uh, what I, I remember those commercials. That's why I wanted to go so bad, and I never went to one. I'm gonna so have to. That. We have to check that out when I come back, Ronnie. We're going to DZ. <laughs> I'm down with that. There is uh, there was that, and then, GMG uh, at the we DZ. had a family fun center. It was called um, okay. similar, but not. It didn't have as much like of a area for kids to play in necessarily. It was more of one of those. It was newer. It was a little bit newer, so it was there was a lot of areas like kids could go play and go into the tubes and slides and all this stuff. But largely, it was a large arcade. Mm, okay. Yes. So it pretty much replaced like the funny. zone. I feel like. Ronnie, it's funny you should mention that because friggin' nutcase Travis Popsicle said, no place specific, but a lot of fun arcades just disappeared overnight. As a kid, it was the only reason I wanted to go to the mall with my parents. The lineup at the Mortal Kombat game was quarters deep. I really miss those days. Man, arcades are a thing of the past other than at like theme parks and stuff. I I felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they've had some places trying to trying to bring it back, bring back arcades. Um, yeah, I've been to several places where they they actually have like arcade museums. Um, right. Like I uh, I went to one in um, I think it's somewhere in North Carolina, and I can't remember the name of where we went. Um, but they had an actual like museum where they had some old school. Um, arcade machines, things like that. Um, I remember growing up, um, we actually had, it was this one place in like a little strip mall that was like, um, it was an arcade that you could get a membership to. And you could come in, you'd have to, you'd pay for a membership, you'd show your card, um, you could play, there there were all sorts of different games, uh, there they had like pool, and and things like that. Um, they had nice. like a little sn- snack bar where you could get food and stuff like that. And um, unfortunately, that place didn't stay in business for very long. But I used to love hanging out over there. Um, and there's also a place that is actually still in business, and I can't believe it's still in business because. Um, it's it looks like something from a bygone era um in new hampshire is a place called fun world and um you would pass i would pass it all the time because um you know it's on your way to like the mall area um and so um i pass by that place all the time and want to go there i had a birthday party there one year um but and they actually have like a big old go-kart track on the outside nice. there's a there's a, a roller coaster on the inside um but that that place looks like it, it's definitely seen better days uh, <laughs> but it's still it's still it's still open which i'm that's, shocked that's about. cool <laughs> did we were in the we were in the arcade at king's island for multiple hours yeah yeah we were that was great Oh, as soon as There's I walked in there, I'm like, quite like it. yeah, give me $80 worth of coins. Like, I'm ready to do this. <laughs> that is correct. You did, and you got $80 I worth of ready. coins. I was like, all right. 
<laughs> my body is ready. <clears throat> yeah, there's just nothing like it. I just remember, I know there's still arcades and, you know, as an adult, like, you know, as we as man children, you know, encountering an arcade is just like a step back in the past. But when you're a kid and you like, you just stumble upon an arcade, like during a family vacation or when you go to the mall, like when I'd go to the mall again with my dad every every week for a good year and a half, that was a stop that I always made. And he would yeah. he would go to a store and then he'd say, yeah, go to the, here's 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever it cost at the time. He said, yeah. go play some arcade games. And I would go to the arcade, you know, line up, put the quarters down so you'd get your next turn, playing Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I love the light gun games, you know, uh, just shooting stuff and the Aerosmith, uh, the Aerosmith gun game that was totally oh, bizarre, yeah. but totally fun to play where it made no sense, but it was Aerosmith and I loved Aerosmith and it was crazy aliens or fighting, you know, you know, shooting stuff. You, you know, the so funny good. thing about that is, is now that we're older. So one of the ideas that I've seen pop up all over the place is there are multiple like arcade bars that are open up. Oh yeah. So and I visited one, one while I was there in Cincinnati barcade. Did you go to 16 bit? Yeah, sixteen. You went with bit. Pat, yeah. With Patrick. So yeah. yeah, so that's the one I've so been to cool. also. Um, it is. I go man. There they every have week. all the goods there too. Yeah, um, they have but all yeah, of it. for people that want to go out and like have a couple drinks and like play video games with their friends, like it's all those games yeah. we all played like when we were kids. Like I remember going there yeah. and we played the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, like the side scroller. Your four players, you got your little yep. sh- your little knob and like two buttons. Uh, we played that like off-road racing game where you're like on top of it and you're spinning that wheel you're hitting the nitro yeah. boost with the pedal oh, or gosh. whatever yeah i got destroyed at that uh one of the guys i went to the bar with as a matter of fact he he's like yeah i've I actually like entered like multiple tournaments when i was like younger at this game and i won and like he destroyed us like he was lapping me i'm like this is i was like i'm not even having a bad game but i'm getting lapped <laughs> uh, but it was fun like we were out having he was drinks the and wizard like all those games Although that place, if you go like Saturday night or Friday night, that place is oh. so packed that it's hard to even play a game. Mm. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. We went on a weeknight, I think, so it was a little easier to get in there. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, in talking about arcades, uh, yesterday we had a pastor and his family come to our house, uh, a Brazilian family, to just have lunch, talk together, and chat. And uh, we started talking about arcade games, and we just started going back and forth talking about uh, Street Fighter, talking about um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, like Dungeons and Dragons, the arcade cabinet of that. Um, but what's really mm-hmm. funny is we started talking about Street Fighter and talking about our favorite uh, players. And his favorite player was Guile, the uh, the American. And my favorite player Sonic back Boom. then was Sonic Boom. And my favorite player was Blanca, who was supposed to be the Brazilian player and so we were laughing yeah. back and forth about that how we both liked each other's country's representative and i'm like i'm sorry that they made the brazilian representative a big green monster who lived in the jungle <laughs> very typical and stereotypical <laughs> of brazil but uh man it was green it was just really cool to he was also that's awesome right to yeah, play well, with oh so awesome because if you didn't know what to do you just beat the crap out of the button oh, to get electricity by him. and it's like forget it and, uh, but it's really cool to just connect with someone that, you know, you don't know what you have in common. And then you just talk about arcades and it's like, oh, yeah, I grew up with that, too. 80s and 90s. So good. Uh, cruising USA was always a big one for me in the arcade. Oh, yeah. Yes. For cruising. sure. I think me and Mark, Mark yeah. me and you played a couple games of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. USA. It gets all crazy yeah. now. I was like a Triceratops one time. 
<laughs> yeah, they've really, <laughs> really gotten out of hand with that. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, did you have to? Oh, sorry. Did you have something else? Nope. Okay, just kidding. Barnaby Butterteeth. Uh, one of our final questions from Barnaby Butterteeth. He said, "There is a North Kakalaki local groceries chain store, Earth Fair, that is closing. It's sad because about thirty-five hundred people are losing their jobs. Wow, that's rough." That's uh, the I, hardest part. Yeah, for sure. I particularly like this one because of their peanut butter. Basically, they had a grinder in the store, and you make the amount of peanut butter or cashew butter you want as a re- at a reasonable price. No preservatives, no chemicals added. Talk about freshness. That was the entire approach. Which one? Which is one product item you were fond of uh, in a closed store or chain that you cannot get anymore? One. I want to say, Barnaby, that that make-your-own-peanut-butter sounds kind of cool, and I'm a little jealous. And it's really, you know what? These chains closing down, like thinking about all the people that lost their jobs, that's definitely something that gets overlooked. But uh, our hearts definitely go out to Earth Fair and, uh, you know, people that lose their jobs in these kind of situations. It's rough, but hopefully they land on their feet and find another place to go. So uh, do you guys have any products, any... I don't know, foods or, or things that you used to get back in the day that are no longer uh, attainable for you that you can think of? Oh, I'm stumped on this one. That's a yeah, good no, one. I, I will too. tell you one thing we had when we were kids that is rare to find now, but I have seen them like when I've traveled, is the A&W like, like root beer like places, like the stands, uh, where yeah. you can get oh, like, yeah. the root beer float. So I remember as kid, uh, as a kid, I was able to get those like much more frequently. But like now, it's rare to even see one. Oh, I have one that actually has a happy ending to it. Slightly. Mm. Um, do you guys remember Dunkaroos? Oh my gosh, Dunkaroos, Dunkaroos! You don't I just eat your Dunkaroos. Oh yeah, man. Basically, there was just little like graham cracker things in the shape of like kangaroo feet like a teddy graham basically yeah basically yeah and it had like a little little dipping sauce i do that would come with it um and it was really good actually um it 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 went uh by the wayside a long time ago but it was a big kind of kid snack thing in the 90s um they are bringing it back really yeah starting this summer Dunkaroos will be back. Um, yeah, I remember things like Surge went away for a long time. Yeah. And then it came back. It did make a comeback, and it's gone again. <laughs> yeah. Um, do they still make, like, fruit roll-ups and stuff like that? Yeah, they do. Do they? Okay. I never liked them. It's, like, too no. sugary for me, man. That's so much. Yeah. Surge, I always remember, was awesome. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, yes, Surge. I want one of those. But now I realize yep. it was like liquid cocaine. That's pretty much why they quit making it. <laughs> that no is co- it awesome. correct. Hooking the kids of America. <laughs> there was another one. There was another one back in, I want to say the mid upper 90s that had Garana and it. it had a panther on the front of it. It was a it was a soda drink before they had energy drinks. And I cannot Sounds remember like the that name Sobe? of it. Is that Sobe? Black market what? stuff. Is that Sobe? Yeah. No, I think it was before Sobe. They still make Sobe. Yeah, because they still make that, right? This is something that, like, 
it looked like a cross between Mountain Dew and an energy drink, and it had a like a Black Panther. It was like green label. Uh, man, I can't remember. <laughs> it sounds like Surge, except label. for the Black Panther. Black Panther. You bombay. Caffeine soda. See if it shows up anything. No, that's not it. Oh, no. We're paused for research. Oh, yes. Josta. 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 I'll, have to, I'll post a picture on our... So, Josta. Yeah, it has a Black Panther on the front. It says... Uh, it's like... It's like Costa... Like Josta with Guarana. And then it just says, Unleash It. And uh, it's like a red... It's a red label. Definitely not a green label. Probably did wow, I have never seen this before. Yeah, I never heard yeah. of that. Yeah. I've, I totally forgot about that, but yeah. So that's that's my drink then that you can no longer get, but I used to love it, which is funny. Now I drink I drink stuff with Guadana, but it, it's not exotic to me anymore. Like there are like yeah. there are like dozens of types of Guadana here in Brazil in different regions and different types. There's a Guadana that tastes like cream soda called Bade, and it Ooh. is like my favorite because it tastes like cream soda and it reminds me of a little bit of the States. Nice. Nice. You know, I, I tell you what, though, Surge makes me think of uh, another place that has been out of business for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to always get um, Surge with um, a big old pizza pie. Uh, back in the in the mid to late 90s, my brother had a pizza place. And uh, it was called Litchfield, which was a town in New Hampshire. Litchfield mm. House of Pizza. Mm. And um, I remember like, and I think I've told this on the podcast before, I would I would always go um, yard sailing with my grandmother on Saturdays. And then after we get done yard sailing. Spring break, woohoo! Woo! <laughs> um, and then after we'd get done yard sailing, we would go for lunch um, to uh, my brother's pizza place, Litchfield House of Pizza, and we'd get a big old pizza pie. I would see my brother. Um, I remember he had um, he had one of those golden tea uh, arcade yes. golf games. Oh, nice setup! <clears throat> um, right when you first walked in, um, man, that game was impossibly. Was that the one that had the ball, like the yeah. rolly ball? Yes, that you the track spin ball. It? Spin it. Yeah. I, I always think those things were impossibly hard. It's rough. Like. I'm pretty sure real golf is easier than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I rolled it straight, cheated. Just wants my quarters. Mm. Yeah, it was, um, but it was like my brother and a bunch of his buddies. They got together and and um, made a pizza place, and and for many years that nice. was that was where I would I would frequent until uh, he ended up selling selling his business. Um, Unfortunately, because of a lot of personal struggles he was dealing with. Um, yeah. So, um, but I will always remember growing up and going to that, that pizza place, which was actually right across the street from Connie's. So, <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, but, um, which you later yeah, robbed always, blind. Always remember. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it all came full circle. A heist. Salt in the wound. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, 
The only other place I would want to mention is a little old place called Circuit City. Yep. You guys yep. remember Circuit City? I do. Did you guys have oh, a yeah. Circuit City near you? I did. We did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I remember, like, apparently them and Best Buy were in business right around at the same time, which is funny because, like, when Circuit City went bankrupt, went out of business, um, that place in, in New Hampshire where they had a Circuit City, they turned into a Best Buy. Mm. And it is a Best Buy to this very day. Yeah, Best Buy is booming. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's That's... booming, but they're still doing well. From what yeah. I mean. But I remember I went into to that Circuit <clears throat> City, and I remember I was so excited when I was a kid when when DVDs were first put out. And I wanted a DVD player for Christmas. And so I remember we got our first DVD player at Circuit City. I think it was like 70 or $80. And I remember the first DVD I ever owned was that really crappy Final Fantasy movie that came out <laughs> in like the early 2000s. Crappy? Advent yes. Children is awesome. I love that movie. No, 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 no. Before that. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was like, I was. you're making me sad. Called the, it's what called Final that? Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Oh, yeah. gosh. That was awful. Yes. It had yes. no connection to any like Final Fantasy game. I remember it totally duped me. I remember watching that, thinking, "Oh, this is gonna be what? Well, this makes no sense. What? What is that? I what? <laughs> what? I don't know what this? to say. What is this? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I totally forgot about that movie because that was literally the only movie there that I actually was interested in watching whatsoever. Right. Um, but I all I know is I wanted a DVD player, and so uh, we went to. Went to Circuit City and, and got got a DVD player. But I remember like the big nice. old, the red tower um, that you would always see whenever you came in front of a, a Circuit City. Um, very much indicative of their brand. Um, do mm-hmm. you guys have any specific memories of Circuit City? or? I don't have any specific memories. I, I think I waited there for one of the Halo games to come out one night at like midnight. Wow. Okay. Uh, waited in line. Nice. Uh, I remember I did that a couple times for a couple games when I was younger, outside of like game places or uh, Best Buy or whatever. But no, I, I honestly like we have always had a Best Buy and a Circuit City, and they were like almost right across the street from each other. It's like Walgreens and Rite Aid. They just pretty much right yeah. across and the street. And we always went to Best Buy. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, me. Oh, good. I was just going to say, for me, Circuit City was actually the one that replaced Babbage's for me for the place where I would play demos because they would have TVs and game systems that you could demo and try out. And this is before GameStop really became a thing. Uh, I would go to yeah. Circuit City. Uh, I loved it because it had everything. I mean, it had all the electronics. It had You could look at speakers and TVs and computers and uh, computer games and consoles and console games. It just movies, DVDs music like it had it all so just browsing there was always fun for me and uh so that definitely was a go-to for a while and then i remember when it closed down and it became like ghost town and uh a lot of people were buying up everything like i remember people buying up shelves like (laughs) they got to the point where they were selling their shelving to people and you'd, you'd see people walking out of the circuit city with like a few shelves and i'm like what are you gonna go do with that 
I'm like, I'm going to set up Circuit City in my basement. It's never going to be gone. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. As an adult, everybody can use shelves for their garage. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants yeah, a good set of that's shelves. That's true. Yeah. You could you could use them. Maybe that's what they were going to do. That's pretty. I mean, I was younger at the time, so I didn't really understand what was happening. But yeah. Yeah. Now my that's stepdad's true. like, "Hey, you want to get? Hey, hey, you need any shelves?" I'm like, "I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure I can find a spot for them." Like, yeah. I'm taking them anyway. Find a place. Now the other store that I that I don't know if you you had planned to mention, and I don't know of its status currently. I felt like it was trying to be resurrected, but that is a one Toys R Us. Yes, indeed, I was going to bring that up. <clears throat> oh, good, because that for me was the Disney World of toy stores, and I never, mm-hmm. that was I the never place. wanted to not be a Toys R Us kid. Like, I remember being a kid and watching the commercials, you know, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. All that stuff. And, and I remember I got had the this key ex- on your birthday. Got the what? You got like a key on your birthday and you got to go inside like a little castle or something. Am I wrong about that? I'm feeling wrong now that you guys are looking at me like that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I don't remember yep. that. All right. I might not have gone on my birthday. But you can say maybe that's true in Cincinnati. I don't know. <laughs> But, Our Toys R Us actually went out of business a couple of years ago. Yeah. For me, it was just like I remember uh I remember oh, sitting in my living room watching the commercial. What? I just figured it out. Oh, did it you was Johnny's it was? toys? Johnny's toys. Yep. That was the place. Nice. That sounds like a cool place if they give you a key and a castle and toys. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. I wish I had a Johnny's toys. I know, right? <laughs> Good old Johnny. Uh, but I would be watching the commercials, and I remember one time I just had this existential crisis where I just started to cry. And my mom's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, someday I'm not going to be a Toys R Us kid. And I just realized that I was going to be an adult someday and that it wouldn't be cool to like toys. And uh, it made me sad. I never wanted to grow up. Are you not a Toys up. R Us kid anymore? No, I'm definitely still a Toys R Us kid. And I have toys. And Always will when, be. When my kids don't want, like, when they have a toy that's kind of cool and they don't want it anymore, I'm like, I'll take that. I have, like, a shelf in my in our bedroom where I keep all these little figurines that either my kids didn't want or I kept for uh, for a long time. Oh, yeah. So I'm still a Toys R Us kid. Uh, and I still remember fondly going to buy some video games there and grabbing the little slip of paper and then taking it to the, the yep. glass-covered case area and then handing them the paper and then waiting for them to go grab the game and bring it to me yeah to take him to the king he granted you access to the game that's right (laughs) yeah i know they um they've they've tried doing i guess like the store within a store model where toys r us has basically they have like a a little like kiosk within different stores where they have certain products I haven't heard um, that. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. I what think stores they do they put them in? Another, what's that? What stores do they put them in? Like in a Walmart? I'd have to, a little Toys R Us I'd have corner? to double check. I'd have to double check and see. Fact uh, check that one. Where? But um, I think they are planning on, on opening another store again. Because huh. some super rich guy bought up the brand. Right. And uh, is just basically planning on sort of revitalizing it. 
and bring it back, bringing it back. Huh. Um, I don't think it'll ever be what it was, but no, um, probably. I it's doubtful. Yeah, but you know what's interesting but, is of all the stores we mentioned and restaurants, at least so far, the ones we've brought up that other people brought up. I'm pretty sure it's one of the oldest. It started in 1948 and went all yeah. the way to 2017. Like it had a good run, and it's really sad that. You know, they just didn't keep up with prices and they couldn't keep up with Walmart. Like you could get the same toy, like a third less of the price than it yeah. was at Toys at Toys R Us. I will say one thing. When I first had, when we first, when we had our first child, Natasha, uh, we discovered for whatever reason, they had like high quality formula for like the best price in the city, like was huh. at Toys R Us. Totally random. Like I remember going to get it, finding out the price and going there and getting it and just looking around and being like, oh my gosh, I haven't been in a Toys R Us in like 10 years or so. It was actually kind of yeah. weird. And then I started going back there a few times like to buy toys for my daughter, quote unquote. Yeah. And uh, really so that I could relive my memories. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it still makes me sad driving driving by um, the the building here in town where where we had a Toys R Us, they've they've painted over. It it was like an old school looking Toys R Us one from like yeah. the early nineties, yeah. um, where it had like the um the the lines of like three or four different colors yep. all along the building. Um, mm-hmm. they've they've painted all over all of those, so it's just a blank white now. Um, and it it makes me sad every time you go past it. Yeah, uh, for sure. Of course, that has provided opportunities. Have you guys heard of? Um, I think it's called Spirit Halloween costumes, or whatever. Yes. Yes, that yeah. usually take over yeah. those large, closed down stores to put in. Yes. Bunch of costumes. Oh yeah. Yeah. The immediately like right after um, Toys R Us uh, went out of business, that following Halloween, there was definitely a Spirit Halloween store in there. Isn't that so <laughs> weird? How that just happens across like so many states and places like they put up a huge sign for the spirit of halloween and it's just like a somebody printed at a a printing store <laughs> like it's like a large tarp with tied strings hanging the spirit of halloween like how did they coordinate that all across the country well i mean it makes sense as a business model because halloween is such a a, a niche thing like you're only really looking for halloween stuff once a year yeah. um so it, it why makes not capitalize to be like um, like okay, let's disperse our stores, and and obviously we're not gonna we're not gonna buy property, so we might as well just like rent the property for a certain amount of time. Yeah, um, fill it with costumes, and just set up shop. Yep, yep. But it makes sense. But but yeah, that was that was pretty much my list of of places of yesterday, uh, places I look back on fondly mm-hmm. and miss at many times because they sure. had some awesome things and awesome memories so definitely any any final thoughts from you guys i think i'm all out of places well placed out i don't want to grow up because if i did i wouldn't be a toys r us kid so don't make me cry (laughs) 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 all right well before you cry we'll close shop That's all for this walk down memory lane, talking about the stores of yore. If you'd like to connect with us, dear joiners and listeners, remember to check us out on Twitter or Discord. If you're more of an old school, of course, old school kind of fella, 
or gal, you can email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And then if you want to practice your radio voice, you can call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. Anyone, it's been a while. Speaking of what needs to be heard, Mark, what is the latest addition to the GMG Music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? Yeah, man. Uh, as always, you can search out our Good Morning playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, rolling things down on the Apple Music front. Um, so I tried to pick songs this week that are specifically uh, sort of looking back and remembering. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be places and, and things, but um, just that, that idea of, of mm-hmm. looking back and remembering. Um, so, uh, the first song I'm adding is Adele's When We Were Young. Uh, and the next song is Skid Row's I Remember You. That's an old one. That's an old yep. one. An oldie but a goodie. And, yeah. And then, uh, another one kind of from that same time is Bruce Spl- Springsteen's Glory Day. Wow. I can't talk. Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> Glory Days. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you so, can't talk, you know you could always sing the music that you're going to share with us. Glory days, and they pass you by. Glory days, glory days. Okay, I'm done. We'll take it. <laughs> Whatever we can get. So I hope those songs help you get your good morning on. Fantastic. All right. Well, next week, joiners, you listeners of ours, uh, here's a little heads up from us because you will be choosing our topic next week. We haven't done it in a coon's age. It's been a while. Uh, You'll be choosing our topic. And also, at his little added bonus, you will be choosing our host for the show as well. So our podcast will be in your hands. And you'll be able to choose that either on Discord or Twitter. So I hope you guys are ready to do whatever the people choose, whether hosting or the topic that we're going to talk about. All righty then. Mark, Ronnie J, and the spirit of Patrick, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.